I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. There's a racial component to the issue of success. There's no two ways about it. There's one way about it. In my theory, especially with those successes that we cherish in black music, I feel like the common denominator as of late is that a lot of black artists take between three to 18 years to put out a new record. Why does that take, why does it take that long when Stevie Wonder or Smokey Robinson needed eight months and James Brown needed less than that? And the two years it used to take Sly Stone was considered an eternity. I don't think it's an accident making things is a psychological process and delay is a common form of self-sabotage why would you sabotage yourself as a black artist i can't speak for everyone but i think there's a strong strain of survivor's guilt if you come from a place of poverty or cultural inequity from a place where you're disadvantaged when you're growing up suddenly in the blink of an eye your life changes and not because you were forced to fit into a system necessarily but because you were being yourself why did that happen what would make you so lucky when this happens there's lots of guilt a good example would be alan iverson how do you emerge from poverty and obscurity into prominence how do you squander so much money at such a young age and how do you think of yourself as you're going through that entire process i used to think about how black artists treated their audiences and to see it as cool when they seem not to respect the process when miles davis used to perform he would turn his back on the audience his whole persona was a constant middle finger at society but when i started digging deeper i found that people even miles a genius several times over wanted to reject the public before the public rejected them i can name seven or eight artists who overthink and talk themselves out of the out of the situation and mike rebiglia's don't think twice one of seven creatives in a comedy troupe played by keegan michael key is offered the chance to appear on saturday night live-esque show the movie doesn't show him struggling with race exactly he's a fairly white black guy within the comedy world but he definitely struggles with survivor's guilt partly because his girlfriend played by jillian jacobs is one of the members of the troupe that he's leaving behind and remember these things are subjective what makes one person better than their community when you elevate one above the group what are the results do you grasp a once in a lifetime opportunity or do you throw away out of guilt hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black Test. leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet a bullet ball extreme or is it a wednesday i think it's a wednesday i think i said tuesday but it's really wednesday <laughs> sorry guys a lot of stuff going on here yeah uh technically we may get interrupted during the show um just letting you guys know okay continuing our ghetto ways um this may be uh a uh, episode where i have to stop in the middle of the show because um i got furniture delivered we got mm-hmm. new new sectional and Yay. ottoman and all this stuff and that's in the cool that's cool yes but um they don't take the old one which i didn't realize mm-hmm. um yeah they didn't tell us so i had to like call 1-800 junk to get them to come and pick up the old one to see how much they gonna charge us but i gotta conduct all this business during the middle of the show possibly if they show up so you know i may have to get a phone call and step away and then i just want to let everybody know if you hear abrupt jump in the podcast later that's what it is <laughs> that's that's what's happening and if you don't hear abrupt jump that just means i did great editing or they didn't come and if you're live then uh i'll play some extra music for you guys yeah y'all get uh, extra party and uh while, while while i negotiate this business but 
you know keeping in a long line of blackness uh just had to let you guys know <laughs> let y'all know up front it uh maybe one of those episodes <laughs> right right one of the ghetto episodes uh. <laughs> why do y'all listen um when roger told me uh yeah because you know what I, I i honestly think that roger is the right person to deal with a lot of this stuff because when he told me i was not happy i was like give me telephone numbers give me emails i'm phone calling bitch that don't make no sense yeah i'm okay with it uh it's whatever um you know just a little extra a little extra pain um i just assumed they would come get it but they told me what it is is that when they do beds they get them they take the bed with them so apparently with couches and other stuff they don't so that's why they didn't take the old shit but it's whatever i thought if they would have taken i was gonna give them a, a tip and everything but then when they was like nah i was like but like it's literally just like i don't have a truck right that was my then, thing it's like okay what are we supposed to do with this shit now yeah but uh, I, I was like you know what be calm there's always a way around stuff mm-hmm, it is you know i text my dad to see what's up with his truck although i guess i need to text him back and say i don't might not need it mm-hmm. but um yeah you know it was it was no big deal it was just like cool it'll it'll work itself out and the way that and now i learned how 1-800 whatever junk works they they, yeah, they never come heard to of your, the service they come to your house and they pick up shit and they take it they with like them. we pick up shit all the time they you charge mean? you for it but i mean it's, it's, i don't have a truck so come get it you know maybe it'll go to some family or maybe they'll resell it i don't know mm-hmm. uh anyway so that may happen during the middle of the show i may have to take a phone call all that type of stuff and uh i'll try to pause and keep it very professional uh the excerpt that i'm reading from is uh near the end of the book uh creative quest by quest love um and i do love the idea of talking about guilt and survivor's guilt specifically among black people mm-hmm. and black art because i think that is something that maybe it does slow down black artists and especially the psychological trip of like performing for these white audiences that decide who the black people of the day are right of the day yeah you know like some of my favorite uh for example in podcasting our audience is pretty much black you know not all black obviously Mm -hmm. but you know a large percentage black enough if you if you had to like you know you had to take a guess a a smooth 80 85 maybe 90 percent clip yeah so um our audience is pretty black and so i think there's a certain level of comfort comfort that we have with what we do and how we talk and what we talk about and yeah we don't how we're perceived certain shit and there's a certain comfort with the audience of how we well black people in the audience right of how we represent ourselves they you know black people love our shit because it's like oh they don't have to explain themselves on every single topic they're not always trying to mitigate for white people's feelings and all that stuff and maybe it'll limit us to some extent maybe mm-hmm. that's why you know our show has limits on how high it can blow up you know maybe there won't be a tv station that wants to put us on there won't be a uh podcast network that wants to, to fuck with us and that's fine um but at the same time the sometimes you see like black people who are constantly having to work through that white world and that white lens mm-hmm. that is watching them and i understand and that pressure and i think it does change your way of creating ta coates talked about it when he talked about his book like what made white people pick you and then that's the thing you begin to wonder it's like what is it is it something specific that i'm doing is it something i'm saying because the things i'm saying are not 
they're not coddling whiteness and they're not and they're my opinion they're not something i'm saying with the idea of like let me help white people out you know what makes the roots the band that white people want to fuck with as opposed to some other band you know and that head trip when you're creating has to get to you has to bother you i think it was the rapper no name who was talking about quitting because she doesn't make music for white people and she ain't performing for white people no more and and it's like she looks out in the audience and there's a lot of white people who listen to her shit but in her head when she made her music she wasn't thinking about white folks so you know i can see how it would, would bother you and maybe it does lead to a lot of black artists either quitting or taking a lot of time between projects because that audience has now grown it's not intimate they don't know you and you have to start wondering what 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 are they looking for if you're making this art for you know what you can feel is your authentic self then what is it that these people love about it right and it's also one of the things where when you come out of an environment all of a sudden you're the quote-unquote special one or quote-unquote lucky one however they want to decide to get quote unquote plucked out or get the white gaze things around you change you have other black people that look at you differently you have white people that that look at you differently you know it's like everybody look at you differently when you were like well nigga i'm just the same nigga that i was three seconds ago before these people came in here before i signed the paper but for some reason people don't look at you the same and also when you make those changes that mean you can't take everybody with you and you know and you some people want to but sometimes your buddies your crew like everybody they just can't go with you right and and that means somebody gets left behind that's where that 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 uh survivor's remorse comes in because you're like well da, i wish i could have but i can't yeah like i know there's been things i've thought about and then and then there's this also this thing too where people are doing and i don't know how much of it's jealousy how much of it is just competition how much of his envy i don't know but there's this thing people do now where someone starts blowing up and then everyone comes up with all the reasons that they should be in their place Mm -hmm. so fuck their work fuck all that shit there i need to be in your spot and i think that gets to people and eventually you do start turning down shit that you're perfectly qualified to talk about perfectly qualified to do because someone else has convinced you that you know it's privilege that's getting you this it's this is it's everything except your work and i think that gets to people and that might be why people now stress out a little bit more and do less work than they would have done before and put out less and you know um especially with the social media making us so accessible right like it can really get in your head to where you're like i shouldn't even be the one up here in front of this room talking about this situation and you know i think when you also combine the imposter syndrome for black folks mm-hmm. you know and you're sitting in a room and you're the a person on the panel and your whole life everyone's been telling you your black knowledge is illegitimate anyway and then you got your own people that are many times jealous envious or or whatever telling you you also ain't qualified i can see why that will stall you creatively and you'll be like i don't want to keep making this art i don't you know and also like i'm cool with some of these folks so like 
why are you fucking with me but you're not fucking with them like what's what's the difference you know you don't want to accept that it's any level of talent variance you don't want to accept that it's work ethic it's just like what what is it because i don't want to internally believe i'm better than somebody else and i don't want other people to make me have to recognize that in some type of way i am actually better at this thing than my peers um and i think that's a big fucking man so yeah and 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 also i think that prevents a a lot of very 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 talented people (laughs) that can actually do great things like they've been writing or acting or photography or you know making movies like whatever it is they've been doing this shit for a long time baking cakes cooking cater whatever it is and people have been telling them that it is actually really good and you should make money i do understand a lot of times it's a financial thing too that prevents us from from, from making these steps mm. but it's also one of those things too where a lot of us we'll do it on the side but we wouldn't consider it a quote-unquote real thing that we could possibly do because of that same thing because we go well i don't want to do this and then you know my life changes or i'm not willing to 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 um to do all the steps when actually you're actually doing it like a full-time job and you're actually getting paid for it or whatever but it's just something about that that makes us uh choke our own visions and choke our own dreams out based off of these pressures that other people have put upon us and pressures that we put upon ourselves and so it's it's like a catch-22 because a lot of people either they internalize a lot of that stuff and a lot of times you will break down because the mind isn't made for all that that constantly tapping particularly if you're a person that is a creative you're very sensitive a lot of shit like a true creative is sensitive to things around them things they consume things they watch they're very sensitive and then you have people that almost go the opposite go yes i'm a creative but i have to block all of y'all out before i go crazy well also i mean what do you do when it's like lizzo who put in time and work and really like on the ground found a way to make it make it found her audience blew up finally this last two years and then people go oh my god i love her to wait a minute this bitch is really just uh only white people like her because she went in grammys you know oh she got the soul train award well i was cool with her existing until she got out of the spot i had reserved for her she now that she's being recognized by the wrong people or too many people now we're gonna attack her blackness and stuff and i do think that shit does make artists slow down on putting out stuff because now you have to worry about your own mental health your own creative instincts who wants to create with that whirlwind around them not saying you can't but i can see how someone may it may throw them off you know and i think quest is just right about that and that why did i make it out but not them not my other folks and what do i do for the people around me you know iverson he used an example in here but iverson spent that money on his friends and, and folk yes he did you know trying to make sure that they felt part of this too you know he couldn't you know i'm sure he couldn't stand to be a dude that had everything and his folks didn't have nothing he just couldn't have that so he ended up giving away everything so his folks could have a little something but now he ain't got nothing again you know so i mean he might have money now i don't know but you know what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. just that 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 whole like we expected him to just change who he is and be this rich nigga forever and that didn't happen because you know that survivor's guilt is real um all right uh let's get into the show guys uh what kind of stuff do we have to talk about oh yeah the um new hampshire primary was last night and uh bernie sanders won y'all 
by 1.3 percentage points over pete Buttigieg. he got nine delegates oh, pete got nine delegates now some will call that a tie but i think you know uh, coin? when it's 20 when it's that percentage you know you want to give bernie his things um and uh i think with iowa and now new hampshire both being like states that you know bernie uh is claiming victory in um seems like uh bernie's you know uh, got the narrative going into the south i think south carolina's next week or something like that and uh it's a while for us ain't it or i don't know when we coming up soon uh guess who's guess who uh came in third warren amy klobuchar the fuck where she come from she came in third that's that's what she came from she came in third she came in from the cheap seats how the hell she get up there 20 percent of the vote six delegates after that no you don't get no delegates after this so and these states don't have a lot of delegates but you don't after that everyone gets zero elizabeth warren came in fourth zero delegates and joe biden came in fifth i I know this might sound stupid mm-mm, mm-mm. but i'm gonna ask you anyway i don't know the answer Go ahead. i know you don't know the answer mm-hmm. why does this have to be so complex why can't people just go in and just cast a fucking vote and never, never and okay we based on the people this is what we got well technically it has to be so complex because there's only two parties in the american system and this is a way of ensuring that one party doesn't necessarily get taken over by some one who's completely outside of the process okay now in other countries um they still kind of do this matter of fact y'all should listen to larry wilmore's podcast i think it's called black on the air if i'm not mistaken um and his latest episode has Stacey Abrams on it. Stacey Abrams at this point is literally the only person I really want to hear talk about voting. Fuck everybody else and their stupid ass. Vote how you feel. It's okay if you know don't want to do it. She's out here t- trying to motivate people to vote and talking facts and t- giving you case by case example of how votes are, are, are stolen from people, how votes are rigged against people, how people's votes are suppressed and she can go state by state in her mental rolodex and give you a breakdown of different examples everywhere so check what she had to say out um and yeah i think it was her that talked also about the primaries and she was like you know these primaries are done this way basically to make sure that you can't just come in and be like you know i'm taking over the party okay and that so, makes sense so that's why you have delegates you have super delegates you have all this stuff because essentially they want to be like do people fucking know you are you actually like right we like well you, you can't know, come from the rafters and be like hey i'm here technically why couldn't a republican just run as a democrat and say i'm popular enough right now i've derailed the democratic party mm-hmm. and you know like so so there's there's different reasons why this exists um is it needlessly complicated um you know i understand that do people not want caucuses i understand that's a different animal that the caucus is antiquated and dumb i understand all that stuff but anyway these are the results um i do think it's funny listening to people who now have an issue with two of the whitest states in america going first uh they haven't they always been first they have for a for a while for okay. a while not always but it's funny because um 
people care now because bernie's in the lead and they don't like bernie right well hillary was in the lead you know even if you didn't like her but you dislike bernie it was like well at least the nigga didn't win or whatever you know what i'm saying but um i think everybody questions this this thing and i don't i don't like it either but as um as uh um um i just why am i drawing a blank on her stacy abrams was saying look man it's not over until all the states you know right, so it's not states, like right you know so it's like if you have a candidate that didn't get a uh, high enough percentage for you or whatever it's gonna come to your state sooner or later then that's your job is to get it for the next day right um uh andrew yang dropped out last night yang gang is over it's over y'all made that man stand in that choir robe for nothing (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. he only got 2.8 percent tosi gabber got 3.3 percent so she got higher than him and tom steyer got 3.6 percent joe by four and liz warren with 9.2 which was still you know almost only half as, as amy klobuchar so um i do think these white states you know folks are doing better in these states <laughs> obviously yep like i said let, let let's let let's swing down south and then we'll see we'll see what y'all talking about mm. yeah i do want to say something now um and i don't know if i'm the only one that feels this way um but like watching elizabeth warren's campaign over the last like month or so um at least what i've seen promoted of it i do find like it's gonna be hard for her to win because she's one she's done this thing where she's kind of become the candidate of twitter and everything my people care about on twitter she care about and i think that's dope and i think you know i would vote for her absolutely i wouldn't feel bad about it but i just don't know and if that shit campaigns well i think there's an assumption that work what works on twitter works everywhere and, and I, it does well not. I'm, i mean looking at these results i know it's not true Mm-mm. you know so i think you know while elizabeth warren is very popular on twitter and um her like special especially her what they would call quote-unquote special interest or uh uh what's, what's the other shit they call identity politics you know the way that she like um is really cool about ltq issues women's issues race issues like she's up on it on every fucking thing people care about in my circle on the internet i have never really thought that those were winning platforms though Mm-mm. and because i've always a whole lot of other people outside of that circle well not just that there's not there's really not a whole lot of other people outside that circle it's white people are the only people outside that circle you know and essentially white men so it's not just about being outside of the circle it's to me what it is is that i don't think people want to vote for somebody who's almost apologetic about running and it's hard for her to find a balance in my opinion in her campaign between you know i'm running because these are my issues we also have to defeat donald trump i'm the person that can do that and also it just feels like every video of her i see her being like i'm sorry about this i'm sorry about that i'm sorry i'm sorry and i know that that shit seems to play well on social media to a certain extent but man i don't think people want to vote for somebody that's apologetically running i think they want to vote for somebody that's that's like confident being like i'm gonna handle this shit 
you know not on my watch wait till i get there i'm about to fucking wreck this shit i think people want to vote for that you know and i and i mean that's she seemed like a great person but i just think candidate wise people like to vote for somebody that they feel confident in in that way and not necessarily somebody that you know is apologizing for you know for who they for for just any mistake they've ever made for being a white woman for this i don't think people really want to want to vote for that outside of the people i know and you know and that's a tiny circle of people so anyway this is something i've noticed about her campaign i think and, and for the record when i say people <laughs> i don't mean my peoples i mean white people white liberal people they don't i think they they are drawn off by it i think it's part of the reason why people won't admit it but that's why hillary clinton had a harder time with likability in 2016 than anything else she was too close to black people right nobody wants to talk about it because we all have this narrative of she ain't shit her whole campaign black women everybody in major positions over there running shit black women you know media she's going on a lot of black media um a lot of her policies were about you know blackness and making up for 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 mistakes she's made in the past but and white people uh just don't like that shit it's fucking sad but that's even these liberal woke white people they do not like when they hear a politician talking, talking about, about black some, people shit right you or, ain't talking about my shit i don't give a fuck yeah and that's why the fuck they love bernie in these very white states because mm-hmm. bernie talks about white people shit he he, he doesn't he doesn't get into these um he you you've heard him talk about it he hates identity politics quote unquote right but it's essentially just look i'm only going to talk about things that i feel like affect white people mostly and um white people in these white states are going to show out now hopefully we come down south and this narrative gets flipped because i feel like elizabeth warren coming in fourth that's a goddamn shame i don't know how that happened like other than white people just being like nah she a little too friendly with these blacks i'm not doing it yeah that's the only way i can think of and she's a woman yeah but so is amy klobuchar who got twice as much vote than her so you know what i'm saying like even if we were to take that like that's still saying that one of these women is different than the other to me right why am i not voting for them in a very white state you know now this may hopefully this changes when you get down south but in a very white state i can see them being like i like this other white woman better than her because she she don't seem to take no shit shit. and she don't be apologizing and all that stuff i think white people's guilt don't want them it won't let them it won't work the way that people think Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i think there's online there's this idea of if we make white people feel guilty they'll do what we tell them to do and i'm like yeah some of them but then some of them are gonna be the direct opposite they're gonna see that shit and be like nah fuck you like i'm not doing every i'm not doing all this shit for you out of guilt so show me some reason that we should be allies or show me some reason some tangible reason that i feel this will benefit me too and most of us aren't gonna be able to show them that because i mean it doesn't really benefit you to not be racist you know it doesn't really benefit you for to pay us reparations in a lot of cases and not in a not in a tangible way that you that you would that white people would want to see you know so i don't know man just i hope i i really do like her and i really hope she does better coming down south but um i knew the white states were gonna be like nah we good on that now my big surprise has been that joe biden is in fifth 
like um shout out to 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 the uh people voting even these white people don't fuck with joe biden yeah because he's too close to that nigga Mm, damn it could be i mean think about that because you know everybody that's associated to black people and his whole platform was obama 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 you know i didn't think about that but you might that might be it karen yeah because if you look at it you know kamala harris had to drop out cory booker had to drop out um deval patrick got 0.4 percent he's still in it and he's that's the only black person in it andrew yang who's tried to be black adjacent got 2.8 percent i mean i can see that nobody i mean if you look at the top i mean essentially it's i mean the whole it's all white people the top uh, yeah, six all people is all white quo. people yeah all status quo you know but thank god we got kamal out of the race we did yeah, our job right yay congratulations blacks everybody want to take all the credit but none of the blame when it comes to that but um anyway um i did like so yeah so that's my reason is like i mean i i mean that's good reasoning on the joe Biden a joe biden thing that maybe it's just uh maybe like just I, said, I could be wrong but people that's, like but that's i'm thing. i i want to i don't want to vote for you and talking about your black man all the time now that may that should flip in the south because if he keeps running on obama's record the niggas love obama it's only the niggas on the internet that seem to have a hate for that motherfucker right. so i think he'll be good um let's see yeah elizabeth warren for amy klobuchar i have no idea why she came in third and that and not like this is one of those things where i just feel like it's my twitter bubble and the people i follow on facebook and shit you never see them talking about her mm-hmm. you know they only talk bad about pete Buttigieg and the motherfucker came in second tied for delegates like i don't know bro like sound like motherfuckers either out of touch or just i i you know i just see the wrong people talking you know um and then um i don't even see fucking this can't be right where's uh that rich ass nigga who bloomberg yeah i figured he would have been up there somewhere Mm-mm. maybe these results not complete no what they do write it write him in did he not run in this state or something is this old like what is this list mm, he's rich so he just pushes shit everywhere i don't even know if he was on the ballot was he even on the ballot uh maybe not i don't know i don't see his name i don't know somebody chat room y'all know oh he wasn't on it and that will make sense he just flooding the country with a bunch of fucking ass commercials but he he's not you know he's not a actually a a viable candidate Mm, we'll see when it comes down south he running all kinds of ads i see ads down here every minute oh my god every commercial this motherfucker is on there talking shit about trump and talking about how he love black people now Mm -hmm. so so we'll see yep anyway that's the that's the update for the primaries last night um and uh yeah man i i can see why bernie's winning um because what people didn't appreciate about hillary clinton is that hillary clinton could consolidate the base that's the big ass difference when there's only two choices it no one can come from outside the party and take it over but now that the bar has been lowered sufficiently by trump and everybody with an ego feels like they need to be running for president right, and they stay in too long right people um democrats are just being like well fuck it why not i mean some of these people know they have no fucking shot of winning mm-hmm. and they, they're not gonna drop out and they don't care you know and 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 i think that has made it so that the vote will be split i would not be shocked if bernie won down south 
in some of these states possibly because yes. people people keep going well joe biden all them black votes are not going to joe biden no they're not tom Steyer's doing a lot of black outreach bloomberg's doing a lot of black outreach uh elizabeth warren's doing a lot of black outreach so if anything it'll probably weaken all the candidates that mm-hmm. were dependent on the black vote whereas if it was just say joe biden versus uh sanders and joe biden would 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 could destroy him in south carolina that right that's not gonna happen mm-hmm. i don't think i mean maybe i'm now wrong some more people start dropping out but if black people down there are like mm, you know what i think i'm gonna go ahead and uh vote for warren and then another one's like i think i'm gonna vote for uh you know i think i'm gonna vote for biden and another one's like i think i'm gonna vote for bloomberg or whatever i think it's gonna you know it should lead to bernie winning so we'll see maybe i'll be wrong i hope i'm wrong but um you know I, it seemed like this might be a cakewalk for um for biden i mean for bernie since he uh ran in 2016 still has his people from you know kind of outside the party energized and whatnot um and he does kind of appeal to those white people man in a way that um you know if the black vote is split makes the black vote kind of obsolete you know so um and i will absolutely vote for that man if uh he fucking wins the primary it's not even a question so same uh and then of course i I know why mayor pete won the white vote i mean the white places he gonna he should be competitive in white people love mayor pete Mm mm-hmm I mean, talk about that shit. He's Obama, but without talking about blackness or race, he is. And um, and and, yeah, he's just he makes white people feel really good. If you look at, he doesn't have any policies or anything, but he's really good at standing in front of a group of white people and making them feel good about the future of America. And I mean, that's all it really takes for a lot of people to give you their vote. All right, in other news, um happy valentine's day texas zoos offer to put your ex's name on a cockroach to be eaten by (laughs) to be eaten by another animal oh so how is this supposed to work you know um guess you name it i know but like do you name the cockroach and then you tell your ex i named a cockroach after mm-hmm. you and then i had you don't have a to tell them. You lizard can... eat it mm-hmm. so you could see it because if not then what's the fucking point of the pettiness because if they don't know then it doesn't matter just self-satisfaction make you feel better mm. yeah see i feel like it's gonna be a lot of people telling somebody i named and this. they can they, they didn't say you couldn't yeah um you can do it five dollars for a cockroach or 25 dollars for rats to have them dedicated to and named after x the zoo would then allow customers to watch the critters be fed to its predator all in the name of love or lack thereof that's a good hustle for the zoo because you know they they was gonna feed them animals anyway yeah they was i guess we'll see how much and on valentine's too man you got to be Ooh, you got to be in a low down dirty rotten place to be like i'm gonna spend my valentine's day spending cash to watch this shit mm-hmm. there's a lot of people to go fuck love yeah uh you can also do it via social media you don't even have to live there to do it that makes sense um they said they did it last year they had a tremendous response and so they're gonna do it all over again the ex's name will be flashed on screen via the social media portals while the insect 
with his or her name is devoured <laughs> well so are they gonna put the whole government name kind of first so so i would just wait for somebody if you date somebody with a common name you just wait just catch the video of them doing it to somebody else you know you know just wait for a susan to pop up and be like that was me i fed you to a, <laughs> to a i don't know man it seems like some serial killer shit um so mm-mm-mm uh but you can also pay 15 dollars for a cockroach and then they won't kill it and you can you can say this is for the person i do love so i hope our love lasts as long as this cockroach's life you mean forever because they're not gonna die cockroaches do die they I, just, I mean i mean i mean they, they die individual cockroaches die yeah as a collective they're gonna be around for a long ass time they're gonna outlive us yeah mm. anyway that's weird um let's see um home alone actor macaulay Culkin defends michael jackson and esquire interview he never did anything to me i never saw him do anything well shit open the clothes case i mean <laughs> you know it's like lisa leslie said and hey he didn't do it around me uh he never did anything to me i never saw him do anything especially at this flash point in time i'd have no reason to hold anything back the guys passed on if anything i'm gonna say it would be stylish or anything like that but right now it's a good time to speak up and if i had something to speak up about i would totally do it but no i never saw anything he never did anything um i mean that was the thing is that people said he never did anything to macaulay Culkin, and uh then other people were saying like well because of how prominent he was you know why would mike have picked him as one of the people you know the other people were people he could kind of separate from their parents and uh groom and isolate and all this stuff and let you know parents let him cross all kinds of boundaries letting them stay in a grown man's room unsupervised Mm and all of this type of shit so you probably wouldn't be able to do that to you know a kid that's really a a fucking celebrity without you you know like agreed you know yeah and uh, allegedly i guess you know assuming i just don't feel like stuff like this necessarily means it didn't happen right might not have happened to you directly you in my experience with somebody might not be somebody else's experience with somebody so i can't speak on their behalf like you was uh, said on balls these sport. how many times somebody did some horrific and they asked their neighbors well i never would have thought right because you don't know what people actually do you're just making assumptions yeah the idea is like like it's compulsory like sexual assault in these cases are is, is not calculated or thought about but i think it's it's like um you will never if you're not a person that sexually assaults folks you're probably never going to truly understand that mentality correct you know just like a thief doesn't rob everybody you know just like you know so uh some of these people that are abusive they have family members and shit they don't do stuff too so that and that and then you can become part of their cover like it hasn't happened to you you haven't seen it and so now you're vouching for them and you really don't fucking know how many people vouch for bill cosby but they really just didn't fucking know because you're not with him all day you know so uh let's see what else we got to talk about y'all oh this is a good psa for everybody where to get std testing for free Ooh, wonderful with or without copay Ooh, that's even better yeah um let's see if you can't stomach the idea of bringing up a potential std to your usual physician or you can't see them at all um 
maybe go to one of these testing sites planned parenthood planned parenthood offers testing for most stds as well as hepatitis and hpv vaccines sexual education and std prevention help yes and most people i've used them before and they are very good at what they do and they're trying to shut them down talking about abortions they fucking do more than goddamn abortions yeah literally like one percent of their business is uh abortions and it's non-taxpayer yeah. money now obviously even if it was a hundred percent i'd still I be behind wouldn't give it. a fuck but um just it should tell you how much republicans and conservatives lie that we think planned parenthood and immediately think abortion because they really they're really good at branding things that way and being like this is all this thing is about and then when you look into it you're like that's not true gotcha right Right. it's one of the things oh they provide a lot of service like right say stds condoms birth control um dealing with pregnancy like they do a lot of other shit um and you can call them and find out if you can get free or low-cost std testing urgent care clinics many of these offer walk-in std testing you may or may not have a copay depending on your insurance an urgent care doctor will perform a physical exam to look at for any obvious symptoms and will likely take a blood or urine sample and send it to a lab yeah and i can understand why you need this stuff because you know most people go well if you got a doctor you know you go to your doctor and you say hey i think i got an std but there's still social stigmas around it there still may be judgment right. maybe this is a doctor you've had since childhood right. maybe this is a doctor you and a spouse share i ain't trying to get in your business but what may but if you're trying to like get tested for std you may want to do it with not your normal doctor and maybe you don't have the money maybe you don't have the insurance money maybe you want to pay for it outside of insurance maybe you're young in college don't got the money maybe you're worried about your parents so there's right. a lot of there's a lot of reasons uh to know about these resources and i mean let's be honest we don't necessarily know about these resources free std clinics most cities have free std clinics run by local or county public health departments you can find one quickly by doing a web search for your town and free std clinic um yeah the easiest way is to call your local health department and ask Hmm. Uh, lgbtq clinics if you live in a sexually diverse diverse city there's a good chance there's at least one lgbtq health clinic that offers std testing this may be the most comfortable environment for you if you're lgbtq it's also often free and or quick um yeah i can see why you would go there too especially like i said stigmas about stds and um people's sexual orientation uh the obgyn you can go to your obgyn and ask them about it too there's um it might feel easier there because you may not see this provider as regular as you see your primary care physician uh so it might be easier to divulge the details and the premise of their profession is reproductive and sexual health so right, like, they like, might be less judgmental right they're like look this is what we do and we've seen everything underneath the sun at home std testing kits they have these now you can get a at home now you gotta pay for the kit typically yeah no, depending on what they what they tested for i don't not knocking it but i would rather just go to a professional because i don't know what the hell i'm doing i understand that but i mean that may not be an option for people that's true too um and also i mean this is how you learn what the hell you're doing i mean that's how it works is i mean it comes with instructions just like everything else you know um 
so i know you have a proclivity for not wanting to to do stuff like that you know if it's a new ipod or whatever it's like i don't want to set this up because i'm like i might but, tear it up break it you know i think if something comes with instructions and you take the time to read them and 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 complete them i mean just like anything else it may seem intimidating but it's not people take pregnancy tests every day and that's true too you know so you know i can imagine that that these things you know i'm sure some are better than others there's a bunch of different brands you know uh check the reviews on uh amazon or whatever and then get you one um so yeah i i read this article and just thought it was a good information for people Mm-hmm. um out yeah. there and 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 the, and the thing is uh it's best to know i know it's a lot of people go i don't want to know you need to love yourself a little bit better than that like love yourself because a lot of people they're spreading diseases and they don't know that they're spreading these diseases and the thing is most shit now can either be cured or either you can live with it mm-hmm. yeah i agree and then also i mean just in general uh if you're having sex with other people you could be spreading this shit to other people correct you know and something become much worse if not treated mm-hmm. and i understand the stigmas and shame around this so just know that you you have other options and just you know you don't want to go to your doctor that goes to your church i get it but Same. there's other options out there uh fresno airport workers fired for tiktok recorded on the job oh man uh former employees of fresno yosemite international airport in california were fired after recording a tiktok that went viral while on the clock the video show has more than three hundred thousand views uh since being posted in january 24th the video features four ramp agents dancing throughout different parts of the airport including in the front of a plane on a baggage cart and inside the passenger area oh god <laughs> yeah dog y'all got to go y'all i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah that means you ain't paying attention to what's happening around you you probably ain't following protocol nah dog y'all y'all got to go y'all got against employment you know i mean i i guess we gotta blame capitalism for this but also this kind is anything ever stupid can we say can we say anything is stupid i mean you at work bro and you're doing tiktok and i and i have to say i see people doing these tiktoks at jobs and i'm like you what are you doing you clearly are at work and you know that's got to be in some type of policy conduct thing you signed when you got that job is because it always is it always is they set in mind to everything and somebody else enough to be on their network and part of the part of the thing is that you know you're playing into like i'm at work doing this like you can't like dog let a plane crash see what's gonna happen let somebody luggage get missing right and they're gonna be like these niggas out here goddamn dancing on the line right shout out to all the um shout out to all the people that's so free willing hippy dippy bullshit try to act like it's all good like what they was just having fun on tiktok it's like nigga you know if you took a trip from fresno and you landed at your destination there was like your bag isn't on on the plane and then they showed you the motherfucking baggage baggage handlers doing some motherfucking uh dances on tiktok you would not be like well at least they have fun yeah they're doing that Fortnite dance you're gonna be like the fuck is this right you'll be pissed um yeah so after the video went oh wait hold on let me see. 
yeah after the video went viral the four men featured in the video were fired due to the video featuring inappropriate behavior we were done with work we had 30 minutes left we were like let's make a video whatever but you was on that clock <laughs> come on man you was on that fucking clock come on man why you come on and man. They, they probably know that you was on the goddamn clock tommy chan one of the men featured in the video told kgp kpge the plane for the day was already done all the luggage taken care of all of our duties are done so we decided to make a little video danny credo said who also was featured in the video credo says he did not regret the video damn y'all ain't need this job uh what yes you didn't i don't even understand what's such a bad thing we about what we did Nigga, we're giving you positive are- promotion for this company you're on the clock you're on the goddamn clock no 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 you can't do that what did the joker say uh you're good at doing something never do it for free like if dog if if you good enough at giving free promotion hold on if you free good enough at giving free promotion during these dances nigga you gotta make some money off of this uh although the four men were not directly employed by the airport the fresno yosemite airport issued a statement that the video was unauthorized and filmed during work hours right and the video employs inappropriate behavior in the work environment displays poor judgment and does not reflect the conduct expected of individuals working at the fat uh fat is working with the company trying to retrain the staff and appropriate tree now everybody gotta get retrained because y'all i know they is upset that's so, like god damn now now everybody gotta come in on a fucking saturday because y'all niggas want to do this retraining better take one minute all right guys what's the retraining uh yeah i'm just here to tell you don't tiktoks while you at work okay don't do tiktoks don't do instagram live facebook none of them lives no y'all really about to make it so people can't even tweet from work they're about to ban phones right uh anyway here's a video let's see if this shit was worth it Yo, Pierre, you wanna come out here? In New York, I met it rock. I didn't have my socks. Running from a hop. Shoot that hop. And I'm on the block. Okay. Oh, they took a picture in front of the fucking thing. They know this is they shit. You can't do this. I guess, man. I, 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 I don't get it. I, I don't get the some tiktoks I definitely are would, funny but i didn't think this was i funny. definitely would feel some remorse if i lost my job for that a whole last job off of fucking less than 60 seconds yeah that's just me but i would probably feel some a little, at least a little bit of remorse i done uh, lost my 401k and insurance yeah that all for the all for the millie rock which i feel like that went out a couple years ago so but, hey you know do you think do you think speaking of um doing your thing at work having fun mm-hmm. two police officers posed with signs taken from homeless people and called it a homeless quilt what the police chief in mobile alabama apologized for an insensitive picture but the department has not said whether it's taken any action in response a police chief in alabama apologized that the two officers posed for a picture holding what one of them called a homeless quilt it was a quilt made uh, it was basically just confiscated cardboard signs from homeless people tied like all taped together uh they taped it together as a gift for their superior um and they thought that was funny they thought that was cute blue lives matter karen okay it's hilarious what yep that's them 
Mm-hmm. Yep. These are the people that protect and serve. Want to wish everybody in the fourth precinct a Merry Christmas, especially our captain. Read the Facebook post with the personal profile of an officer with the Mobile Police Department. Hope you enjoy our homeless quilt. From the messages written on the cardboard signs appear many of the signs have been taken from homeless people. The Facebook message, which has since been taken down and made private, was signed Sincerely Panhandler Patrol. A screenshot of the image was posted on Twitter where it was retweeted more than a thousand times in a statement on Monday. Mobile Police Department Chief Lawrence Batiste um, uh, apologized for the picture, calling it an insensitive gesture. As a police department entrusted with serving and protecting our community, we offer our sincerest apology for the insensitive gesture of a Facebook post by two of our officers where they are holding up a homeless quilt made of panhandling signs, statement read. Although we do not condone panhandling and must enforce the city ordinances that limit panhandling, it is never our intent or desire for the police department to make light of those who find themselves in a homeless state. We don't, we don't believe you. Why they... See, Mike, that's exactly what y'all was doing, but okay. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we don't believe you because they probably still have their job. You probably had, they probably had someone sitting at home or doing desk work being paid. And a lot of cities don't give a fuck about homeless people because y'all not trying to actually find these people a place to stay. And then you make laws basically fucking criminalizing homelessness. Now, I believe they have resigned already. Um, but, you know, once again, trying to live for the social needs. Right? Thinking it's, thinking it's funny. Oh, mate, no, no, they haven't resigned yet. Okay, they haven't even resigned. Mm-hmm. Trying to live for the social needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the hundred. Just like, just like the dude that, uh, we did we cover do the article where the dude gave a homeless person, like, a sandwich or something like that? I think, or something like that. And he's, like, trying to get his job back. Yeah, fuck him, too. Sorry. Uh, also, speaking of doing it for social media on the job, let's go back to the cops. For the fifth consecutive year, Madera County Sheriff's deputies teamed with Agriland Farming employees to commit 50 random acts of kindness throughout Madera County, a holiday tradition that for one day allows area law enforcement personnel to hand out money rather than traffic citations. Stop that. No. Don't nobody want that. No. Thanks to a $5,000 donation, deputies on Monday handed out 50 $100 bills to drivers that were pulled over for minor infractions. MCS, MCSO Sheriff Jay Varney says his deputies primarily have contact with citizens when something stressful or bad is happening. So this annual give, giving event allows deputies an opportunity to interact with the public in a positive manner and spread some holiday cheer. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Stop that bullshit. Mm-mm. Sheriff's office conducts the annual operation in hopes of helping people who may be facing financial hardships during the holidays varney says operation also lifts the spirits of deputies who often encounter people on the most challenging days of their lives this is an opportunity for the deputies to go out and have positive interactions with the community and really helps us build relations with the community there's better ways to do it than this yeah my favorite part is that um <laughs> my favorite part is that this seems like it's only working and considered a good thing because every promotional picture they have pulling somebody over is a white person just yeah y'all picking certain targets and then coincidentally if you do, then if you do have any brown people they're fucking scared as shitless no don't stop this also like i just can't imagine somebody doing this in a place where a lot of black and brown people live of course 
course not i can't imagine the police pulling over black people and giving them a hundred dollars i can't even imagine it like in addition to the idea that i don't want to be pulled over for any reason right but even if it was like okay let's give people a hundred dollars i got a feeling that the places that make their tax revenue off of harassing black citizens aren't gonna turn around and give them a refund if you know what i'm saying Mm -mm. you're not gonna get a day off okay oh man no we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that you didn't know we was playing but we was already playing it it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and finds black people and doesn't give them a hundred dollars it asks them how much are they fucked with from zero to a hundred in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yeah that that gets a, a 100 because there are other ways and means to do this that i think are, are more fruitful i'm gonna go a little further to you and say dracars i hate this thing right. annual tradition thing stop it <laughs> it fucks with me every year i see same it. i always see someone cover it on a local news or see video of it and i don't know man i just i'm traumatized by the idea of police pulling people over and especially for no real reason and then it's just doubly traumatizing when you see the motherfuckers smiling and giving hundred dollar bills to white people you just like what is this this reminds me of the eddie murphy snl skit where he was a white man and <laughs> everything was different you know it's like well cops pull over the white man they give him a hundred dollars you know pull over a black man to shoot you you know i just i don't like any of this me either just stop fucking with people bruno mars and janet jackson set to headline the 2020 essence festival yay for them both yep um the show will take place in the superdome in new orleans hosting many fan favorites like Raphael sadiq janelle monet patty labelle summer walker jadina and saweetie uh if uh summer walker shows up right yeah and headlines will be bruno mars and janet jackson um lonnie love will return as an mc for the festivities and this is happening from july 1st to july 5th uh here's the thing i have to say though guys and this is why i put this in fucking with black people hey remember when y'all was pretending that um black people didn't fuck with bruno mars or y'all remember that mm-hmm. he was appropriating who who boycotting ss fest for, for some bruno no nobody because he be jamming and we actually don't have a problem with him at all yeah you can not like his music was a completely different thing but that's different than nigga with some grammys and get to be at the super bowl also we got to start finding ways to hate him right everybody love bruno mars okay you hear bruno mars jams coming out of somebody's car driving out the street the first thing you start doing is tapping your feet the motherfucker is adorable and talented and he never i've never caught this man saying anything even remotely close to dissing black people not once give if anything i think he does elizabeth warren gives gives us a little too much credit sometimes some of the talent is you bruno it's okay it's okay to be talented and and confident in your abilities you know don't let these angry niggas talk you out of (laughs) out of out of of admitting you a bad motherfucker you bad dog so yeah it uh i just noticed how you know when this shit was announced everybody's like hell yeah but i'm like hmm fat rewind a couple years ago it was they was trying to cancel this nigga oh man anyway zero for me zero and janet jackson back Mm -hmm. i see you boo stepping out 
um michael bloomberg supports racial profiling stop and frisk and and stop and frisk in resurface 2015 audio clip hey, hey man I, um i'm not even from new york and uh i knew about this i thought everybody knew right like that's what he was known for doing like he he, he is the man behind the plan on that bullshit i mean all these ads in the world can't stop like mm, who are these people that didn't know he was doing that he used to be a republican like i'm not even from new york i'm just black and i know this i think or thought every black person it was knew common this. knowledge like maybe white people don't know it right because they being stopped and fucking frisked is that why this is news now because white people don't know it or well, is it I, us i think so you oh, know? they knew it. They didn't give a fuck because it didn't directly impact them. Is it because like he polling good because he got all them ads going on down here? Because even if he polling good, that don't mean shit. Biden was polling good. Like, let's wait, wait till motherfuckers vote before y'all start trying to. Ah, man, this you know what this this swing down south is going to be so much for us southern black Democratic voters. It's going to be a lot the rest of the country is about to turn on us you already got the bernie people that don't like us because we won't fuck with that man Mm -hmm. uh because he don't really do a lot of inroads down here and he don't have relationships with our communities Mm -hmm. going way back and 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 biden does you got the people that's gonna call us homophobic for people to jail right like we don't see the shit he doing in his hometown because white people love this motherfucker so then when we go uh what about all this race shit they gonna be like all these motherfuckers hate him because he gay and they homophobic yep uh then you got um if we don't show up and show out so completely for biden and make him run away with the shit you gonna have all the biden white people that's like see the blacks let us down they were supposed to help us out and get biden in there if they don't go off for warren same fucking thing like what the fuck if they get too attracted to steyer or bloomberg same fucking thing this shit is gonna be a shit show and a half and it happens every goddamn year it's gonna be terrible my god man. yeah and i'm gonna get just give a middle finger and be like hey y'all like fuck out the racism don't don't ain't all just here now yeah i man this shit is gonna be bad so yeah but yeah i, I mean it's, it's a newly leaked clip and i'm like How why do we need a new move? why do we need a clip he's literally defended it like in public before yes he has this is not like someone needed to repetitiously record him up until like three months ago he was like yeah i i love stopping frisk this is beautiful this is what i do baby right and changing the rules and shit so you can get reelected again and changing the back so can't nobody else get reelected again they call me michael stopping frisk bloomberg right i can't believe this became a fucking thing like cnn and everybody's covering it i'm like did how did y'all not know this before like oh it's crazy this is insane anyway um zero to uh a hundred for um i guess michael bloomberg clip resurfacing i mean i don't care because it's not news to me so i guess it's zero i'm not really fucking with because it's not i'll like- give it 50 for the fact that motherfuckers acting like oh, oh, oh what i don't think we should vote for this man like <laughs> well why was you thinking my vote for in the first place right damn man our democracy stupid as shit if you can spend a lot of money on a lot of ass if 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 i'll tell you what if this motherfucker does pull in a large percentage of the black vote in the south 
then if anything that convinces me that we need more people like um we need more people taking billionaire money uh on the democratic side of the ticket because if that's all the fuck you gotta do is throw a bunch of ads on tv it don't even matter if you say or believe that shit and it works if it actually works then i actually don't know stop taking five dollar donations go meet seven billionaires and just fucking take the election by throwing a bunch of ads on tv because apparently everybody is fucking dumb and will go vote for a, a overt fucking racist who apologized about three seconds ago it like it like it didn't happen if that if that fucking happens then everybody's dumb that that wants to take money out of politics they'll put all the money into the good politics and let's see who outspends who because what the fuck this is insane right the sassy ad all the sassy ads in the world can't make me forget this dude this stop and frisk right <laughs> what the fuck people are locked up and died for that bullshit <laughs> oh my god oh all right uh university of oklahoma professor told students that okay boomer is the equivalent to the n-word what okay stupid question okay but where the fuck did that come from uh okay boomer is like a thing that the millennials you know millennials got tired of getting picked on and people talking bad about millennials all the time and you know uh all the articles millennials don't they just want to eat avocado toast for breakfast and they you know they they don't have they're not hard working and shit so you know when those articles come out and people try to make these um you know these broad sweeping statements about younger people then they go you know baby boomers are our generation so they okay. go okay boomer as a dismissive way of being like shut your old ass up mm, okay yeah so it's a little bit of ageism in it you know but but also you know it's a good retort anyway <clears throat> a journalism professor at the university of oklahoma ooh, journalism you don't say told his class tuesday that saying the phrase okay boomer was equivalent to saying the n-word no it's not um yeah you think what race you think he is white right of course never a black person would say something like that because it's fucking ridiculous according to the oklahoma daily peter gade a professor who teaches upperclassmen was discussing changes in the journalism industry with his journalism ethics and democracy class gade reportedly told the class that the industry should retain its more traditional roots prompting the student to argue that journalists have to keep up with the younger generations as they evolve gage then turned then replied that the student's remark was like saying okay boomer to him light laughter broke out among the students but gage didn't take the situation lightly that's ain't, ain't that how it be y'all he was fine with it everybody took it as a joke like ha 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 okay and then he had to he had to be like i'm not joking he said calling someone a boomer is like calling someone an n-word so did he say nigger because it say a n-word in parentheses so did he just say nigger i don't know what any did the other person say boomer with a hard r or a i don't know know. what any black students in your class when you said this in a statement the school's interim professor president said gay's words were fundamentally offensive and wrong and that they failed to meet the university standards the use of the most offensive word by a person in a position of authority hurt and minimized those in classroom and beyond statement read (laughs) okay my boomer uh anyway zero to a hundred karen Oh, 100 yeah that's pretty blatant 100 that's that's that that's that that's that clip from boondocks so that was, it was can i borrow a fry nigga how's a nigga gonna borrow a fry like, <laughs> 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 like 
Well, you know you had no business saying that. And want me to tell want me to tell you where I thought okay boomer come from? What is that uh Bobby uh, King of the Hill? Isn't that dude on that called Boomer? Yeah. So I thought that that was referring to that show. Oh. I don't know why for a long time, but I was thinking, I don't think that's right, Karen. I think Boomer's the one that talked like, hey, come on, me, they don't come Right, so I thought, you know, it was something yeah. where they counted, okay, Boomer. Yeah. So. But apparently I was wrong, so I was yeah. like, let me ask. I think his name is Boom Hauer. Oh, okay. So uh thomas leblanc president of george washington university is apologizing for using an insensitive racial analogy when he tried to explain the school's right to free thought when leblanc was approached by leblanc in french means the white how appropriate was approached by a freshman student on a sidewalk and asked whether the university would divest his holdings in fossil fuel companies he gave a very articulate breakdown of what the school is doing to pull from their three percent carbon investment and went on to explain the difference between buying individual stocks and buying funds their investment is connected to the funds that schools uh that school has purchased in this teachable moment the students seem to be enlightened empowered with new information about the process and feeling that her query was answered her follow-up question was about funding to the university's regulatory study center and it's most and if most students agree would that impact the school's closing of the academic space in this case the administration's reply was less prepared organizer organized and even jarring after posting after posing different examples of how the school is an environment of free thought even thoughts that are not properly shared the student asked but what is the majority of the students don't what if the majority of the students don't agree he responded doesn't matter will the majority of the students agree to shoot all black people here do i say ah well the majority voted he continued in this country we have rights one of them is free speech and academic freedom unbeknownst to him it was captured on video he thought he thought that statement was okay he issued an apology for the statement i attempted to emphasize a point using a sensitive example that i realized could be hurtful to members of our community the the point i was making that majority rule should never suppress the human rights of others was obscured by the example i used i regret my choice of words and in harm any harm i unintentionally inflicted on the community i value greatly the regulatory study center has been at the center of controversy after public citizen a non-profit consumer advocacy group said the center receives funding from billionaire charles coke the coke brother one of the coke brothers well the only coke brother i guess and pushes oh, for government pass yeah okay. and pushes for government deregulation but karen don't bring up anything bad about them okay he just passed nope and i don't believe that respect Mm-mm. his family he has Mm-mm. a wife and children Mm-mm. okay nope they pump money into the into the politics what about his legacy karen okay don't care okay wow i really i i'm not one of them people that be like you can't bring it up just because they died i keep my same energy wait till snoop dogg hears about this Mm -mm -mm. the analogy was an extremely poor choice of words given how it exists against the background of real violence against black and brown people in the country said quentin this is an unfortunate last name or maybe it's a great last name but quentin mchose m-c-h-o-e-s mchoes wow oh man uh vice president of the naacp wow well he better never get caught in a prostitution sting i know that never because the jokes will fly mchoes said he met with leblanc and the president <laughs> to <continue> to express <laughs> that's hilarious 
to express remorse for it mccoles met with the white i want to see what his chapter of the naacp is like right it's gonna be lit on his side (laughs) now i want an apology okay take this knife and stick yourself stick yourself fool He's gonna be slapping people and shit to get the to get the apologies. Who said nigga? Who said the N word? Come here. Slap. Take that bitch. Now apologize to everybody in here before I had to get to stomping on somebody. And get back on the corner and get my reparations. <laughs> Quentin McHose. Oh, man. McHose said he is hoping to use the incident as a way to work closer with administrators, preferably on the corner at night. He said the NAACP chapter will be putting together a list of priorities and collaborating on them with LeBlanc. You see, when the going gets tough, Mr. LeBlanc, you either collectivize or you run like a solitary rat (laughs) however student joe marcus said the issue is deep-seated uh the fish smells from the head said marcus if the university president is using language like that like he's using this video then clearly the problem of racial sensitivity and racism on this campus is clearly something that is deep-seated and requires serious self-reflection from the decision makers of the university zero to a hundred karen Oh, a hundred. Um, it's gonna be controversial, guys, and I hate to let you down. You let us down. I know. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna side with JL Covan on this one and give it a against the black delegates. I'm gonna give it a twenty-five. I'm gonna give it a twenty-five. I feel like his heart was in the right place. Oh, but that's true. Okay. He just, okay. he just fucked up a little bit okay. with the example and you know the new the new kids they're a little more sensitive you know than our generation was to this kind of stuff and they you know they they you know they got the words for it and they woke and they got the social media and stuff you know this would have been like a if this would have happened in 1998 when i was in college it would have been like an awkward moment that we would have been like yo remember when this nigga said that crazy wow this motherfucker is crazy wow we i mean clearly he ain't mean it like that but you know and uh yeah i i know i'm supposed to join everybody in the in the dracarys outrage and we need to burn down the whole school and shit but this feels a lot like ralph northam's moonwalking incident where we we can use this white man for some good now we got him he's guilty you make a good point i'm, I'm we caught him on camera i drop it to 75 yeah now it's time to blackmail this white man into, into and doing some, the right thing i want chicken day on sunday okay like i want i think it's time to get some changes up in here okay we now we celebrating martin luther king day all black students get an a free on the test I'm, I'm just saying don't don't just throw away don't smack a gift horse in the face yeah don't let vengeance stop you short of getting the reparations you deserve so i hope these kids learn how to leverage this white man okay so yeah i give it a 25 uh all right let's get to some other news um let's see i guess we haven't oh wait no i actually know what i do want to do next hold on give me a second gotta cue up the music 
um but yeah i think it's time for us to to do the segment that we haven't done in a, probably a week at least a couple of weeks probably um and it doesn't stop it from uh accumulating news people keep doing shit every day in this category mm-hmm. but uh <clears throat> it's time to talk about some of these rich ass melanin capitalists they gonna like this they ain't gonna like this I'll be getting to the money. Everybody, man. Think of getting too much money. Everybody, man. Same old niggas from the block. Same old niggas from the block. Same old niggas from the track. Everybody hated on the Danny Bounce from the track. Let's talk about these black capitalists, y'all. Uh. Colin Kaepernick spent the Sunday Super Bowl Sunday uh, doing exactly what you would expect. He was out here feeding the homeless, y'all. Wonderful, mm, wonderful. Is that what we calling this? Mm-hmm. Feeding people that otherwise wouldn't have no food. I call it a distraction from the fact that this man has amassed such grand wealth for him and the white man at Nike, while on the backs of progress of real activists. See. He may have taken a knee, but it was just to tie his capitalist shoes Some and to shoes stand back got? up. What are we talking about here? Don't worry about what I got for my StockX app. That ain't got nothing to do with this. This is a chance for me to grandstand on a black man with more money than me, Karen, and I'm going to goddamn mm-hmm, do it. But you're wearing the shoes. It's what he does to Jay-Z every week, and we let him do it. Now it's my turn, okay? This scumbag was out here feeding the homeless, y'all yes feed them feed them i don't appreciate it he was at the schomburg center for research and black culture in harlem on sunday it spent over an hour with the employees touring the building Mm-mm-mm. after that he reportedly went to the seo family shelter in jamaica queens where he met his former teammate and friend eric reed and the 100 suits for 100 men organization and they obtained by celebrity news outlet i guess tmz who called them cabinet is seen personally helping some of these men try on suits oh so your respectability politics is just gonna put a black man in a suit so he can get what a job yes a capitalist job Kaepernick that's your answer to freeing the black man put him in a Stephen A. Smith respectability suit and then he can get a job or what you're cutting his hair too because y'all told me jay-z was out here cutting hair and that was the whole problem with the motherfucking uh charity that that they was doing with um with with with, with the nfl now look at you you cutting hair and putting them in suits now i'll be goddamn but was this programming ain't cover this Mm-mm. you're not fooling me you're all capitalists a billion a million is all more than me so you all canceled okay Colin kaepernick no. is canceled he's not until further notice Mm-mm. yeah he served meals at a shelter after that yes with help from the les girls clubs and the know your right volunteers oh mm-hmm. that's so sweet it's a goddamn shame is what it is no really. it ain't was you serving food to homeless people so tired of seeing these blacks what is you doing falling for this for this trap a black gaming entrepreneur lands a deal with xbox wonderful oh my god how so i guess i got to be happy 
because you black and you're gonna be ripping off game developers and making people work extra hard testing your game and mm-hmm. better testing and stuff mm-hmm. now when you yep. make them work for no overtime i got to be like at least it's a black man mm-hmm. yeah dippity do yep and and dlc and all that yep a 26 year old uh man named charles mcgregor owns the company tribe games tribe really brother that's what you came up with because black people got to be in tribes that's appropriation from the africans brother what i hope you know what you're doing okay i'm offended i'm offended i'm not baby i'm not (laughs) he developed a passion for video money he developed a passion for the white man's video games at an early age don't you listen to this nigga this nigga played video games since he was a child just like me we both stood in line for the sake of genesis don't you listen to him just because i had first of all that's a lie it was a sega dreamcast sorry Se- second of all that's the asian man's video game it's not the white man's it don't so matter get your mind right okay it, i support it don't matter that's called intersectionality i support our across the seas yep. brothers and sisters over there that it don't matter do so much for the black man it over don't here. matter niggas didn't make them video games what are we talking about them was communist games i played as a youngster he became infatuated what is wrong with you sir with how they were created mcgregor's father taught him about programming by the age of 11 and he started developing his own video games years later he turned his passion for gaming into a profitable capitalist career good for him manipulating and abusing his own people in his own race you look sir you ain't nothing but jealous because you have was going for computer programmer and you wow, stopped this, yes i'm pointing you out it's getting a little too personal what's happening right now what's going on here this is not that's not for their business okay <laughs> this is not about jealousy <laughs> just because this man is walking around rich living my dreams what you think it? that's what this is about what is this about then sir it's about the system of capitalism karen i'm tired of these blacks benefiting from it well i'm over here trying to get somebody to come pick up my couch <laughs> i'm sick of this shit yes because the same argument you have is the same argument they have online people just don't know they doing too good just say that that's all you had to say too, jealousy they're abusing the community karen don't you, be mad unless, at this baby unless i like them gabrielle gabrielle union to executive produce a drama series afro punks for hbo max yay <coughs> oh this is one of y'all favorite capitalists oh yes she is i see y'all all on twitter turning on terry cruz another black capitalist committing black capitalists <laughs> on black capitalist violence and y'all fall for the okie doke why because that's y'all's fave Ooh, look at gabrielle union right. being all woke and nice and social justice and mm-hmm. getting on and living the like living the talk all the way to the bank uh, she living the talk all the way to them o's oh look Cha-ching. i'll take this little boy with his another with, comma news. another comma uh one more comma you got one more comma to give me some more zeros too yes. i'm gonna take this little boy who can't go to school because his hair on the news take him to the oscars y'all mm-hmm. look i took him to the oscars ain't, ain't we free yet no sis okay last time i checked you didn't pay that boy's bills for the rest of his life and then give him a give him a few million dollars and let him play for the miami heat so you didn't do enough as far as i'm concerned that's it (laughs) what is you doing sir keep it is what i say 
Mm-mm. until you ready for some real progress you can go ahead and keep all this sis we don't, don't want it don't y'all listen to him he'll, i speak for have, all the black he'll have y'all broke don't you listen to him uh the new series will follow three teenage misfits on the brink of rebellion as they navigate life love and afropunk sony pictures tv will be the studio of choice for production um so all right we'll see we'll see how she makes money off of this mm-hmm. off of you negroes again and how yes. y'all fall for the shit yeah and this is this one's the one that hurt me the most to have to call her oh, out shit. but i got to do it y'all what happened y'all know i keep it fair up in here i don't play no favors when it comes to black capitalism okay Ooh, i talk bad know. about all these rich niggas Mm-mm. serena williams what about what about her invest in a startup focused on maternal health yes bitch now this is the last thing we need okay you hiding behind the black maternal health crisis to to the bank so you can make some money somehow with your white man that's all this is okay and we sick of it sis you're not gonna play us we know you a billionaire or something like that right investing in all these startups and stuff yes so then when you make all the money off of the saving black women's lives in pregnancy yes because the hospital won't do it and the healthcare because the healthcare community don't care about it because she almost died from it right so because you almost died from it now you want to save all the black women for what yes for some money exactly that's how they get y'all y'all black people stupid y'all keep falling for this shit Mm-mm, not me if she say listen i'm trying to save some black women's life i'll say no sis mm-mm, keep all your life-saving research techniques and expertise we don't want it okay don't y'all we don't, listen to him unless it come from bernie sanders and some socialism <laughs> you can keep it and when we get medicare for all then we can talk but until then i guess people just gotta go it out you know what i'm saying because no no. i'm not selling out just because you put serena williams black face on the face of the medical industry where i am a sellout i am a sellout uh it's called mommy m-a-h-m-a-h-m-e-e it's a digital maternal health care company that uses predictive analytics to provide personalized on-demand support to new mothers and infants women's health care in general is substantially underregulated. this is across the board maternity is just the glaring error of it all yeah and it's bad too because it's for um it, one in america it's bad for everybody right that like compared to other developed nations it's bad for everybody mm-hmm. like we think because we have a capitalist uh system of of medical medicine that we have the best medicine system we, we, we don't, don't. We, we actually rank really really low and then on top of that it's even worse for specifically black women right so like and this and even when you adjust for things like if they have black doctors if they go to a black hospital so it's not just a matter of someone being um like if a black person was working on them they it would be fixed it's like a systemic issue from the ground up with how black women have to deal with racism and sexism outside of work um with how they're impacted by environmental issues with biases within other black people even about our bodies uh black women's bodies and all that stuff so uh pain thresholds all that type Mm -hmm. of shit um and then when you bring in the economic issues people not having enough money people being like well well, i don't think you got no money because you black and i associate that with not having no money so i'm not gonna do it people not believe in black women when they're like these are my symptoms that's what i'm going through and so yeah to see her step up here and try to be like i'm gonna um you know do this to to help black women um 
is disgusting because i'm sick of these goddamn capitalists what and i'm tired you're not gonna fool me sis am i gonna okay so you you she's canceled and so is everybody associated with her okay we don't need this kind of of of, of trickery with her trying to slide in there on the and use the the whole black lives matter movement type shit to slide on in there while we not aware and take all the money we know what you're doing sis okay <laughs> you know medical debt is the number one cause of bankruptcy and guess where it's probably going right to serena williams pocket she's just gonna get richer and richer <laughs> off of this black capitalism all right that's it for black capitalism guys okay that was uh quite the workout today you were a lot you know what i'm always a lot now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going to cause all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's see who is guessing today um cops customer threatened a stylist during a haircut as he was getting his haircut at great clips a north dakota man warned a stylist that he would kill her if you don't make me look beautiful police say michael mckenzie 25 appeared to be drunk and had a bottle of fireball whiskey in his back pocket when he showed up at a bismarck saloon la a salon i'm sorry i read alcohol and thought saloon (laughs) salon during wednesday morning saloon and went to the salon right he was drunk on a wednesday morning in great clips uh while his hair was being cut mckenzie allegedly made an inappropriate comments to stylist samantha gunch um she told the cops stay uh he stated something to the effect of i'm going to kill you if you don't make me look beautiful during a police interview gunch 24 recalled that mckenzie also told her that he was going to look her up and come to her house if she doesn't cut his hair right mckenzie's comments gush said left her so upset that her hands were shaking yeah now i can't give you a good haircut even wanted to a probable cause affidavit notes that Gunch said she was in fear for her life due to Michael making these comments to her. Great Clips customer, a Great Clips customer who overheard McKenzie's alleged threats while waiting for a haircut approached Michael and told him to leave the store. Seen above, McKenzie was arrested Thursday and charged with felony terrorizing count. Uh, Bismarck resident, he was held in jail for a $2,500 cash bond. Alright, Karen, guess the race. Oh, Fireball White all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um his race was and that and that cuts had an s and not a z uh cuts it's great clips oh clips had yeah. an s and not a z uh going to great clips instead of these cuts is, <laughs> is, <laughs> right i'm about to say yeah i'm about to say i know it had a it had an s but i like supposed to be a z it was a leblanc <laughs> i want my 9.99 back and a tip saltine leblanc says mary uh we only got three guesses on this one i guess people is, is not paying attention oh wait some came in okay white man jim bean white gets his hair cut with scissors instead of clippers <laughs> oh man that's scissors that's an all-time white man classic right there uh one that gets his hair cut with scissors not clippers white the the next long gunman white the correct answer is white <coughs> yeah. 
now this one might be actually a little controversial guys now i'm going with white and i'm giving you guys white okay you all got it correct but i feel like he might be indigenous american like because he might be an indigenous person because he kind of looked like he could be you know Mm. maybe it's the haircut i don't know but i don't know he felt felt a little nebulous felt like he could have been several different things there but i'm going with mike mckenzie the white man on this one um all right let's go to the next one um a saint pete man is wanted for choking a cat to death at a wawa what yeah i know lambert's favorite sandwich place yeah i've heard of wawa's i couldn't believe it it either um (laughs) and then of course the whole choking to death choking a cat to death i mean that's that's arby's behavior (laughs) oh yeah it is a man is accused of strangling his father's two-year-old cat to death at a wawa in st petersburg on thursday the incident occurred at a gas station at 10 25 a.m on a thursday police say a witness saw rio samuel bozu wait bozal 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 i guess bozu anyway uh carrying the cat by the head from his home from his home to the store bozo had his hands around the cat's neck and was choking it then he threw his lifeless body at a trash can and walked away serial killer police said the incident was captured on surveillance video and bozal later confessed to killing the animal bozal 21 was arrested for cruelty to animals and booked in the pinellas county jail where he is being held um in lieu of five thousand dollars bond karen guess the race uh say that name again his name is rio samuel bozao white karen's going white chat room says choke the cat instead of choking the chicken white florida man white took i'ma kill that pussy too far white choking a pussy white latinx plan to use a cat for dinner or dinner recipe asian Mm-mm-mm, so racist uh, white uh, shit grabbing by the pussy indeed white choked the cat then he went home and choked his mama white white he has hey essay latino well a lot of you guys went latino a lot of you guys went white on this one one of you even went asian and somehow miraculously you all got it wrong he's black what you poor deluded racist fools look at you (gasps) oh he black black oh he's super black okay that's a black man right there okay or as they would call him twitter a black king okay and that man killed a poor defenseless cat right just Mm -hmm. let it go all right let's go to uh the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one as is most of the chat room let's see how it goes in the bonus round all right um a 33 year old woman has been charged with murder in connection to a fatal stabbing in minneapolis in 2018 darnica denise floyd of minneapolis okay is charged with second degree murder she faces up to 40 years in prison and a hearing on friday the judge set the bail at one million dollars 
minneapolis police began investigating a suspicious death on november 27 2018 around noon police responded to a home uh where a man's body had been found at the time few additional details were released according to the charges the body appeared to be deceased for several days an autopsy later revealed the man died from a stab wound to his heart and that the manner of death was homicide inside the home the man's surveillance cameras had been removed and the system's hard drive was gone his playstation was also found shattered on the floor officers noted blood throughout the home including an area high up on a wall where a surveillance camera had been holy shit means they might have got it bloody trying to remove the camera police learned from november 24th overnight to november 25th the man was with floyd and another woman referred to as a witness at the home the witness told police floyd and the man had an argument because the man did not want to have sex with floyd but said he would have a threesome with both women the witness refused which angered floyd so then she started to get aggressive with her the witness told police she thought floyd was jealous at 608 a.m the witness took a cell phone video of floyd trying to attack her in the video the man attempts to ease to stop floyd the witness told police she left the home after the physical encounter forensic testing showed floyd's dna was on a tissue and used to wipe up the man's blood her dna was also recovered from underneath her, his fingernails officials also found floyd's fingerprints on internal <clears throat> an internal piece of the play, broken playstation the piece of the fingerprint would have been impossible to touch until after it was shattered cell phone data shows floyd at stayed at the home uh, until around 7:45 a.m on november 25th and some thanksgiving day uh love triangle shit right family members told police uh floyd had episodes of jealous rage and one time even threatened to kill the man and his family upon learning of his death relatives told police they suspected floyd police spoke with floyd multiple times as part of the investigation in the first interview she claimed there were no negative interactions and that both she and the other woman left because the man didn't want anyone to stay the night however in a police interview july january 22nd of this year floyd changed the story she claimed she kicked the other woman out of the home and then later the man made her leave she denied cleaning up blood and claimed she never touched the playstation but they have the evidence that okay when police confronted her with the dna the fingerprint evidence she continued to deny touching anything when they asked her about the cell phone video which showed she was at the home longer than she said she claimed she was being set up or that the man had died by suicide you know stabbing himself in the heart uh so then they arrested her she's now in custody karen guess the race of darnica denise floyd black karen's going with black okay mm-hmm. um let's see uh in jail she uses her toothbrush for her baby hair instead of making a shank black oh no not getting me again that's a nigga name brazzer's gone all the way wrong black ditch the playstation for xbox money black fatal attraction tv one black yes it is black angry black woman dog com black name a name plus a million for nail black the correct oh for bell black yeah correct answer is black everyone got it yeah that's just wow like that's a lot of pressure on the threesome right there right also like she i thought she was gonna be insulted that he said he would he would only do it a threesome with her but she got mad at the other woman for being like i don't want to do a threesome and kicked her out so damn that'll make you slap somebody 
yes it will <laughs> yes it absolutely will oh yeah she did that yeah and then got away with it for over a year really i Come mean on that's wild to me I, I mean it seemed like an open and shut case but i guess the witness didn't come forward right away or maybe they didn't even know a witness was there anyway um somebody snitching all right let's go to the last thing time to talk about some sword fractionness uh teenager 17 was attacked with a samurai sword in dundalk gardai and dundalk have arrested a man after a teenager believed to be a a 17 was assaulted with a samurai sword on saturday afternoon gardai i think that's the police were called to the scene in castletown road area of town about 2 10 p.m they confirmed that a male youth sustained serious injuries in what is believed to have been an altercation between himself and a number of youths. Three males entered the house armed with what's believed to be a samurai sword and allegedly assaulted another male. The injured man was taken by ambulance to Our Lady of Lords Droghead uh, Hospital where his condition is described as stable. It is understood he suffered injuries to his arm. One man was arrested and taken to the station. Uh, the weapon was not recovered and the investigation will continue. All right, y'all, that's it, man all right we appreciate y'all we had a good time we this do. week yeah uh we'll be back on saturday for feedback yes sir and you know i think we'll have balls deep possibly thursday night maybe friday night and um we should have this too much friday morning so you know appreciate y'all and uh hey i never got that call back from the furniture people so hopefully they come in uh, might want to call them until next time <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.